That man that had come into the city some 200 years ago. There's various accounts of what ended up happening to him. For someone to come in through the mists, plenty of people bearing witness to it, and then just disappear like that. Well, I heard plenty of theories as to where he went. The big conspiracy is that those that know had him killed. They were cutting off the city from whatever information he might have held. He claimed to have lost his memory from outside the mists, but who knows how long that amnesia would have held up. But what if he wasn't killed after all? What if instead of some malicious government plot, he had just gone into hiding? Hell, call me crazy, but some part of me thinks that foreigner might still be around somehow. 200 years later, he could be walking around Hart now, some alien being disguising himself as one of us. Hello, and welcome back to Heart the State Within, episode 13. My name is Blake Croft. I will be your game master and keeper for the evening, and I'm so excited to welcome my players, Lily. Lily. Jacob. Jacob. Katie. Katie. And Alex. Alex. You're supposed to be our resident jokester. I knew you guys were going to say something. See, that was part of the bit. Oh. I knew oh. you were going to bring it up. The he's on a higher tier of comedy Big brain. God, he's so smart. Exciting session ahead of us. Let's get started. Last we left off, you all were escaping the manor where the walkers and Silas Salt were living temporarily, where Atticus had a, a dinner scene with his father. And underneath, in the basement of that manor, there was a terrible plague-like creature that had the eyes of teal. Following the trail of that creature, you managed to escape, not knowing what its eventual fate would be. You all went to the cabin in the forest, and from there, uh, we had a couple little adventures. Ted, you visited the police station, learned that Chief Clay had been missing for some time. Annie, you stumbled upon Clara, who seemed to be uh, very sick and coughing up some some sort of green, uh, like liquid fluid, and she told you that uh, some sort of sickness had been spreading. Then Dot, you made your way to the section of the mists that you remember taking this little expedition down through. When you got there, you saw eventually signs of an, uh, an explosion somewhere in a tunnel that headed down into the mist. And 
stuck your head in for a fraction of a second and saw something moving around in the darkness down there. And your dreams that night illuminated, as dreams sometimes do, that scene that you had seen in the darkness. It was the silhouette of your friend Caspian pacing about in that tunnel on the other side of the mists or in the center of the mists. And it is the following morning that we pick up now. What are we doing? Is there food here, Blake? Yeah, there's canned food and things like that in, in the cupboards. Could I have made a breakfast? Sure. For like the gang. Oh my gosh, thanks Ted. He's a little chef. I'm, just, I'm embracing Father. the full dad vibes at this point. So. It's true. Yeah. I think Dot definitely like has all of her gear on as if she's going somewhere. But I don't think she's really decided if she's going to go somewhere alone or uh, bring bring some friends. You going somewhere, Dot? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Care to and where might that be? That? I would, but I think you're all going to tell me it's a bad idea, so that's my hesitation there. Dot, that kind of means that you know it's a bad idea. No, that, that just be... means you think it's a bad idea. Or maybe your inner conscience just sounds like us now. You have to tell us. I had a dream last night, and I saw what I saw when I stuck my head through the mist, but in greater detail. And and I ne- I need to go back, so hmm. I'm not gonna walk through anything. Well, Plan A. I I have I have a Plan A. Dot. The- if you think what? we're going to let you go out there by yourself after what happened the other night. Truly have lost your mind. Now, Annie, Annie, I think we should just seriously consider Dot's side of the story, where we all just hold hands and skip into the mists and fucking kill ourselves. That sounds like a good plan to me. I'm not planning on doing that. I'm gonna, like, throw a piece of paper through. <laughs> That's actually much more reasonable. Yeah, I'm gonna um, write a message on it and throw it through. Okay. Anyone have any complaints about that? Well, at least let us come with you. And my other option is this. And I pull out a rope. And I was like, I'm going to tie it to myself. And why? <laughs> I thought I thought you just said you're not going in. Well, I feel, that's I feel like we just a. I feel like we just talked about this. Okay. Let's let's try plan A and we'll give whatever you think is on the other side a few days to react before we tie ourselves to a tree and Quite literally walk to our deaths. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you all, but I'm going to sit here and enjoy this delicious breakfast that Ted has prepared for us. Obviously. Um, I meant after. You know, Ted, I've never, I would never think that someone could make canned pig's feet taste good. You know, when, uh, no offense, but when salt is like hard to come by, you kind of got to learn these things. I mean, it took a while. I'm not going to lie. That's not your fault. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And and you you sit and have a nice breakfast. And what does the rest of the day entail? Are you headed to the mists? I am. Let's uh let's put a little message in a bottle. Okay. Hell yeah. Fine. Okay. 
uh, what is the what what will the message say? I'm trying to think because I haven't I haven't told them about Caspian, right? Still? Still, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So I, I think is anybody out there? Pretty good. At the very at the bottom corner, before anyone sees, I write like a dash and then dot at the bottom. Okay. All right, and then and then you're going to the mists. Are we looking for the spot with the stairs so you can like bowl it under, or are we just chucking it through? Spot with the stairs. Okay, yeah. Um, you return there. It takes takes a little while to make that trek again, but you get back to this spot with the stairs. You see the small watchtower here, and dot. You make the partial descent down these stairs into the you know, just below the ground where the tunnel has a very small ceiling between it and the world above. But the mists still as, act as a barrier down here. You just throwing the paper through or are you um, throwing a any sort of writing utensil through? Yeah, or? I was thinking like a pencil or something. Like, is it possible that we have like a bottle we could put the paper in and a pencil? Yeah. So that's what I do. And I think yeah. I just roll it through nothing crazy you you roll it through you hear it clink on the other side and stop now we have to wait we don't know if there's anything out there at all but if there is they can work on any timetable they might not know how to read our language give them give them a while before you walk out there you hear a cork pop Take five steps back. I take five steps forward. I grab Annie and make sure. Or who? What? I grab. grab Dot you, and- you grab yourself. My version is broken. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I grab Dot and make sure she doesn't walk any further than five steps. Okay. Dot, as you're right on the threshold here, you hear very faintly a scratching. Then you hear some. Just very quiet, very subtle, clinking around. And you see as it, a glass bottle rolls back just at the bottom step and lightly hits the stone. I grab it and open it. You see on the bottom of your note, scratched in large capital letters, yes, his handwriting looks very, very scratchy, is what I'll say. Is not, it similar not very... to anything I would recognize? No, I, I, I don't think so. I think, no, this seems, no, probably not. I, uh, I just have to check something, and I, I write down Caspian question mark, and I put it back in the bottle, roll it back through. Here, roll and stop, a cork pop, scratching. It rolls back, yes. In the same letters. Uh, mm, I sprint for it. No, no, no. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm I mean, gonna. Can like, I grab her? Can I roll something and just fucking? Can, can we get do her? like some sort of contested like, roll? I, I've got pretty good reflexes, and I'm a yeah. sword fighter. I've got good reactions. Right. Uh, I, I have ha- a tripping attack. I can make. I okay. Think that's what I'll do. I have body awareness. Can our combined efforts take her down? <laughs> What is body awareness? This is Uh, your body and mind are as one. Whenever you perform acrobatic or agile feats, roll plus perception. Yeah, I think I 
I think get past an obstacle, escape bindings or restraints. No, get into or make it through a space you normally wouldn't be able to. I'm just nimble. I'm so. Um. Yeah. Go. Go ahead. So, I think what we'll do here uh, is roll body awareness and then Annie roll to hinder. And I think Atticus will say you can do that tripping attack, but I think it's still a hinder roll here. What is what is that roll? Uh, that'll be plus perception. Perception. Or yeah. Come on, so, baby. That's Atticus an eight. Is, an eight. So if you can get that down, uh, two, together, both of you, then I think you can restrain her. Okay. Come on. Come on. No Emmys. No Emmys. No Emmys. Oh, I'm making a hindrance roll. I'm not yes. Doing my... Yes. Uh, that is a 12. Okay. So I think, wait, Annie, what did you roll? Seven. Okay, yeah. So that's a combined minus three for Dot's roll. So that fails. I think Dot runs forward. Atticus uh, trips her with the, is that with the sword? Yeah. I mean, it, it's okay. it, it's probably just a lunge with like my foot or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I think you lunge forward. And then Annie, you managed to, as as the restraints had slipped, you grab her back and pull her back. I think there's definitely kicking and screaming. I think there's like probably like blood running from her nose from where she smacked the ground. <laughs> yeah, okay. Dot, what the hell? Use your brain for I am, two I am seconds. using my brain. I'm using my brain. Why not casually walk to Annie's medical Any bag? proof. Any proof. I think I know who's back there. I, I think I know. And look, I saw you write down a name. It said, yes, you didn't ask for a last name. You didn't ask for a memory of any kind. You just saw red and ran. That's crazy. Well, Annie, you said you don't do friends, so. I think kind of um, almost almost lazily, I'm going to start kind of like sorting through Annie's like medical bag that I presume she has dropped at this point. Okay. Like, um, Annie, do you have anything like, I don't know anesthetic something that'll knock this fucking crazy person out yes white bottle with the cork got no, it no 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 please at least ask another question ted uh could you hold it down thanks yeah fuck uh, at least ask another question at least can we send another bottle through or something Dot, i don't know if we can trust you with that ted i mean what question do you want to ask and We'll go from there, but I don't... I think you gotta stay down. I think last name, like Annie said, it's a decent, decent place to start. Thank you, that's easy. I'm not gonna let... or you, I, I'm gonna try to pass her off to Ted because he's stronger than I am. Okay. And yeah. I will write in a notably different handwriting, little curly, little cursive, last name, <laughs> question mark. Roll through. Okay. Dot. Uh, what? What? What is Caspian's last name? Um, I think Fletcher. Fletcher. Okay. Uh, yeah. You roll it through. You hear the same thing. Bottle rolls back to Atticus and Annie's feet. What does it say? What does you it say? You open it up, and in scratched capital letters, it says Fletcher. So now, this shit just got crazy. Does Fletcher mean anything to you? That's his last name. That's that's his last name. I'm not fucking with you. Okay, but 
If we can go into the mist and just run in, why can't he just come out then? Can we ask him to come out? Or maybe why he can't? Yeah, I mean, that would be nice to know. I think that's a terrible idea. I think she's definitely crying at this point. Like, Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Can you come through the mist? You, Yeah, you roll it through. It, it, it says, sorry, can you come through the mist? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you, you, hear the, you hear the scratching again and rolls back and it says need help i think i start putting up a little bit more of a fight again come down look can you ask a question that only caspian would know the answer to not something that happened near the mists something that couldn't be overheard i'm gonna write down when did we make the paper Okay, yeah. Now she's quizzing you... the GM. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I need, I need to find my doc. Um, you roll it through, Annie. Doc. And you hear it scratching. The glass clinks back again against the stone steps. You unfurl it, and it says, Science Fair. Please, we have to help him, please. Okay, we don't know how any of these this shit works. Like, what if there's, like, a monster in there and it, like, took his memories and it's trying you to stick, drag you in there to kill you? You stuck your head in there. It might have taken something out. We don't know. We've killed one of these things before. Why not throw the rope in and see what happens? What kind of help? Yeah, you, you, you roll that through. You hear scratching. It rolls back. I, th- I think it says, come get me. He's parasited, bro. Like, I, I mean, that's know. the worst thing he could have said. That is the worst thing. Just come in. That's all I need. I just need you to come in here. Back, you know, pretty Annie handwriting. Terrible answer. Can you wait? <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> now I hope the it's answers. not him. <laughs> no. You hear it, uh, the scratching for a little longer this time in the tunnel. And the bottle rolls back. And in more desperate scratching this time, larger letters scrawled across the page. It says, Dot, I need to hear you. Uh... Now, Dot, I don't I don't think you're close enough to be able to read that letter. But you do see it, Annie read it, and go silent. What does it say? Uh... <clears throat> Annie, we're doing it your way. It... It wants to hear your voice. I fail to see how that's helpful to anyone. Let oh. me keep writing. We're, we're asking it questions, trying to figure out who it is. It, it makes sense that if it is him, that he'd be wondering the same thing. I'll flip the paper over and write, what's out there? Send it through. You roll it across. It rolls back. Nothing. Uh, that's what it says maybe ask him to to speak first I, I don't know if he can if he could hear me from over here maybe we could hear him I'll speak. say we've been speaking we need to hear your voice okay you hear the bottle clink paper unfurl and you hear a raspy masculine voice dot Dot. Then you hear scratching, a bottle return, you unfurl the paper and it says, your turn. Sounds fake as hell. 
does it sound familiar to me? Uh, Caspian didn't speak that raspy, obviously, but yeah. it does. Like if he was sick, like does it sound like when he's sick? It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like if Caspian's vocal cords were incredibly damaged somehow, but it does, ha- it's reminiscent of his voice. Fair is fair. Ted, it got a hold on her? I guess, yeah. Can I like carry her over? No, you don't need to carry her. You Just fire me. Sure you like carry run. me like a football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. Yeah, no, yeah. You walk her down, uh, okay. you know, not all the way to the threshold, probably, but close. Caspian. Caspian, are you, are you over there? Y- yes. You hear footsteps and you hear him approach the the threshold. I kind of look at Ted to see if we can get a little bit closer. I mean, now this is for my myself now. I don't know how close I want to be to this. Uh, yeah, I think, I think maybe so, that's, that's, I think it's already a, a yeah, tough we're, experience. Yeah, we're pretty close right now. Okay. Can I just stick my hand through like last time? One of you can keep a hold on me and make sure that, I don't know, I don't get pulled through or anything, but. No, they could. There could be one of those, like, worm parasites that goes into your brain and then you're corrupted forever. Ask how long it's been in there. Caspian, how long have you been here? Too long. That's pretty vague. I mean, how would he know, to be fair? I get, wait, never mind. What's the last thing you remember? Explosion. Caspian, what did you see? Before the explosion, what did you see? I was afraid, but now I'm not. I can come through and meet you. Then why haven't you? It is difficult. I don't know if I'm thinking too far into this, but the fact that he said meet... I, I thought the so same weird. Thing. I thought the same thing. I said, mm, like they've known each other since they were kids. Okay, well, this is um, extremely vague and also extremely scary, but we need to find answers. So whether this is Caspian or not, I say we pull it through. Uh, who's got a rope? I do. How do we know that one of us won't get stuck back there on the other side? I mean, we're not going through there. I'm just going to throw I know, the rope. but I'm so like, scared he's going to yank that rope and be like, surprise, suckers. Welcome to the other <laughs> side. And then it's like also a beast of some kind. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I, think, I think you hear, I can step through if you think that's best. Um, Caspian, if you just had this ability to like leave the mist this whole time, why the fuck are you still... Like, in them? I'm drawing my sword. You hear no response. Uh-uh, don't like it. Okay, in a, in a... I have my sword, and I'm in a combat-ready stance, but I will say in the friendliest voice possible. Okay, guys, I think I trust him. I think he should come through. I'm clearly lying to my friend. When you say, I think he should come through, you see the shadow on the other side of this threshold, take a step forward through the barrier of the mists. You see Caspian, Dot, or an approximation of Caspian. He has, as you had seen in the bedroom, 
shrapnel all over his face, creating just a dozen wounds of metal cut into his skin. His clothes are torn, but the same ones that you had seen him with. He steps all the way through to the bottom step. Does anyone still have hands on me? I'm just wondering. For sure, peace and love. (laughs) How fresh are these wounds looking? Not, not, Not super fresh. Okay, like they might have been there for that time. And they don't look like they would have killed him or anything, just... Um, it would take more examining, Annie. Okay. But Should you this see kid a, not be upright? You see a lot of wounds. He probably shouldn't be walking as well as he is. Okay. Don't like it. I mean, if he's just had shrapnel in him for two plus weeks... That dude should be infected like, and long gone. His face should have fallen Yeah, like fallen there's off. no way Even someone can bit. just there's, survive There's nothing that. in the mists. Maybe there's also no bacteria. Oh, shit. Oh. Actually, a good point. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. Is it actually? I think I still have the anesthetic in, in my offhand. Oh. I think I'm going to approach him and unnoticed, perhaps using my ace up the sleeve advantage, try and stick him in the neck with it and inject him with this... Uh, Nighttime juice. Okay. You start to inch to his side on the on the bottom step. Oh, I'm not being suspicious at all. I'm going face face first. Like as if I'm going to greet him, you know? Okay. Oh, okay, sure. Like maybe like fi- friendly face. Like, yeah, I think he's just staring at you and full eye contact. You plunge this syringe into the side of his neck and you see yeah you see it go in you press the side of it until the liquid has fully entered his body you see the eye contact does not break as he is just staring you down and you see him reach up grab the syringe and throw it to the ground and you hear it shatter and then he smiles that thing back where it came from or so help me And Caspian, shrapnel in his face and the sides of his mouth cut almost completely open. One of his eyes poked through the side with a large metal shard, dried blood on his face, smiles at you with complete eye contact, Atticus, and says, go. Uh, yeah, I'm backing up. Shove like, that thing uh, back in or something. I I don't like this. No, I'm like, so, I'm terrified after that. Yeah. Can I yeah. draw my bow and point Atticus, it at him? I, I think here, Atticus, after that syringe into that just terrifying image, can you can you roll uh, Keep It Together for me? No. Oh, I'm really God. good at those. And Dot, can you roll that as well? Seeing Cats be in here. At this point, is this I your have a minus thing, one Alex? to keep it together. Yes, this is your. That's a 10. Oh, good. Okay. I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this doesn't phase me at all. <laughs> well, I think what it is here, uh, Dot, is the potential fear is overriding the past emotions. Uh-huh. How, how are you feeling? <laughs> wow. That's a total fail. Total fail. So, <gasps> oh, no. Atticus, the strain, is, the strain is too much for your mind to handle, so... What is your reaction here? Cower powerless or panic with no control of your actions? Atticus ain't no bitch. You gonna panic? 
Okay. I think what happens here is 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 you back up and and the adrenaline just fills your body. That fight or flight kicks in, and as you start to back up, Caspian steps up on the stairs, mirroring your footsteps, marching up towards you, and you lose control of your actions. And what I think what happens is the the sword comes swinging towards him, towards his body. But not not a super pre- precise strike, as this is just a, a last ditch effort. And you see him reach up and grab the blade, stopping it before it hits him. It. And you see his his hands start to bleed. Do I have control over my actions again, or am I fucking gone? Uh, um, Blake, I I I would like to point out. I think with Atticus's years of combat training, he would try losing control, even though it's a bad thing in this situation. I don't think he would run. I know I have okay. no control. But I think he would. His yeah, his yeah. version of a panic, if I have any control over that, would be a fight. Yeah, I think I think what the lose control here is is I think even if you stay your ground, I think this is so haunting that you're too caught off guard to make a solid attack. Here, right, right. At least until you until you kind of find your footing and understand this. So yeah, for right now, it's difficult for you. Oh, what are the rest of you doing though? Can I draw my bow and? Get closer to where Atticus and Caspian are. What are you? Yeah. Friend. Mm-mm. Caspian, I knew didn't talk like that. I think his, his head shifts towards you, Dot, still smiling. So, yeah, I think I need to do something here. I'm just trying to determine, like, have we, has the possibility of this being Caspian, like, have we given up on that? At this point, it ain't him. Yeah, it's clearly. I don't. Not. I don't think okay. I would have it, but okay. Okay. Well, then for now, Blake, I'd like to roll field agent, if possible. Okay. So I can. Uh, w- would you say this is a human opponent? Sure, we'll say that for now. Okay. So I can lock a human opponent in a grip they cannot get out of without taking one harm. So I just kind of want to like, you know, get him in there and just hold him in place for now. So, until we so you're out. running down the stairs. He's about halfway down the stairs. Yeah, this sucks. This fucking sucks for me. I don't want to be by these damn myths at all. <laughs> but it's for the greater good. So yeah, I guess. I guess so. Okay. So let me first um, roll to see. How Ted, I, th- I think if you're running down there and, and accepting that this is a person who probably shouldn't be alive, that is alive, that is stepping out of the mists which is something you've never seen before. I think that's going to be your disadvantage. Yeah, that that's is very fair. Questioning your, or that's you see something fair. that you can't explain. So yeah, that makes sense. I am not a fan of what is happening. Bad news. That's a six. Fuck. So total fail in your fanatic. What does that say? So uh, I'm forced to choose between taking steps to changing the person. Or situation to adhere to my ideology or reduce stability minus two. Ted, you can fix him. Do, <laughs> um, do I mean, do you think, I, I think that boils down to, do you stay up here and say what's happening down there is an illusion? Or do you run down and just know this is going to be dramatic and, and try to deal with it anyway because your friends are in trouble? This is tough. Because to me, what it feels like even though it's not exactly what you just said, is like, what is superior, my fear of the miss or my want to help my buddies? 
Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I'm so stressed right now. I just will be haunted if I do nothing. So I'll run in. I'll okay. run. Yep. So take that. What is it? Minus two stability. Minus two stability. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You subtract two from your stability and you run down. And what are you trying to do? Chokehold? And yeah, I'll use the first of my three edges to just put Caspian in a chokehold and just like lock him in place. Okay. You put him in a chokehold and cutting off air to the to the windpipe. And usually you've done this this technique before. I think you're taught this in the, the police station. And typically it's not, I mean, people can get out of it, but at the very least, this is really damaging to to stay in and almost immediately causes like a suffer i don't know if you've ever been put in a chokehold but right at first there is this like oh shit like i can't breathe so usually coughing or something Mm -hmm. ensues that doesn't happen here and you are holding on to him restraining him but no matter how hard you tighten it it doesn't seem to cut off any airflow and as you lean in closer you don't hear him breathing Okay, yeah. If I notice that, so, Blake, I know technically it says, like, he cannot move without taking a harm, but I'm sure that's just making me question my reality even fucking more, because I'm like, how is that possible? He just doesn't Mm -hmm. have to breathe? So if you, I'm not saying do this, but if you wanted to rule that maybe he can supersede that I can't, like, keep him here, I could see that being I think with the decision to run down here, I think your adrenaline has kicked in. Okay, cool. I think you've thrown logic to the wind in this moment. So (laughs) is it possible to just like pure adrenaline throw him into the mist? Just get rid of him? He's up up a few stairs, but like short answer, no. Okay. To to throw someone is... Throw a person? To to push someone down the stairs, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Like are there any rocks near me? Like big, big rocks. Yeah, if you're up top, yeah. Can I grab that, run down, and try to hit him on the side of the head? Yeah. Yeah, with your keep it together roll, I think you've accepted that, you know, maybe who knows if this is Caspian, if this is part of Caspian, if this is not Caspian He would at understand. All. But I think, yeah, I think at this moment you've taken this is a threat is what it is. This is an engaging combat roll. That was two ones. That was two ones so technically that's a four oh okay dot you run down with this large rock in hand you get get further down the stairs than everyone but everyone is cramped in here and so as you're moving around you go to hit him with a large rock Mm -hmm. and with his right hand he grabs your arm and your attack doesn't go as anticipated he pushes you down the stairs and into the mists. <laughs> okay, so now do I throw this guy in? <laughs> I'm in there, man. I know. What do we do? <sighs> that's not what I. That's not what I meant. Dot, uh, your 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 head hits the stone, and so I need you to endure injury for oh, okay. two harm. That is a ten. A ten okay. with the minus two. Minus two plus one. So 10. So 10. So yeah, that's a full success. So I, you. Yes. I defeated my stereotype. <laughs> you, you, yeah, I think the, the, the forearm, forearms come out in front of you in sort of like plank pose and you catch yourself without 
without any injury to, you know, the Damn, wrists dude. or especially to the head. And you you look up and you see down this tunnel and it is pitch black in here. You see it goes for quite some distance. And if you've seen a, a, a really long tunnel, sometimes the end looks like it might have a light or it could be a trick of the eyes. But you see something that is either the tunnel passing towards the edge of your vision or a tiny light at the end. I'm assuming I still have my bow and arrow. I, yeah, I think, I think it, I, it fell next to you, yes. As Can you would, I take an arrow and shoot it down the hallway? Yeah, you pull back and hear it whistle through the air as far as you can shoot it and almost to a point where you can't hear the noise it clatters on the stone up top ted as as he extends his right arm to throw dot down the stairs you take that advantage to wrap under his shoulder and uh, go ahead and roll your martial arts expert or is that the one you already rolled that was field agent so i'm just using all my stuff now okay yeah so roll roll your martial arts that's fine uh, while that's, when you're fighting, yep. While that's happening, I would love to grab the rope that we brought and chuck it in, holding on to one end. Okay. Do I see it? Yeah, you see a rope come through. Uh, I got a ten, Blake, so I get two edges, and then yeah, I'm. I will. I don't know. He walked out. He might just walk out again. I don't know how any of this shit works, but instinctually, I'm just gonna toss him in with all my strength. Yeah, I There's... think if you have that edge and you are in an advantageous position here, as you've previously had him restrained, he has taken any sort of leverage he has and used it to throw Dot. You get under him and push him the same direction Dot went. Dot, as you, are you grabbing the rope, I assume? Um, I think I'm thinking about it for a while. So. Okay, well, as, as you think about it, you you hear a struggle up above and maybe... A couple seconds after you're thrown, you see Caspian hit the floor on his back on the stone floor right next to you. And you see his head slam against the stone. And then he cranks his neck up and looks at you with a smile. Are you doing something immediately? I think I'm in shock. I think I stare at him and press my back up against the wall and try to creep towards the rope as much as possible. Go ahead and roll to avoid harm. Fuck. You see his hand extend and go straight for your ankle. Eleven. Eleven, yeah. I've so good reflexes. Yeah. He extends his arm from, from the stone floor and goes for your ankle to try to trip you. And you, you jump over it uh, towards the rope. Do I see any sort of recognition in his eyes at all? Yeah, as you, as you, as you jump over and you look at him for just a second more... You see his, his smile has dropped, and he goes, Dot, please. If you wanted my help, why'd you throw me down the stairs? Take me with you. You had that chance. We gave you an opportunity uh, for us to trust you, and you threw it away. Then come with me. Why would I trust you after all that? You don't I seem don't know what hurt. I'm doing. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out this charm that you had given him, this bundle of sticks. And he goes, friend. You said go with you. Where? 
I'll show you. Where? You tell me where. Tell me where. I'll show you the nothing. Why would I want to see the nothing? It's lonely, Dot. Then why didn't you just come peacefully? My friends were willing to help you. I stuck out my neck for you. And you were, number one, creepy as hell. And number two, attacked us. Attacked me. For lack of better words, what the fuck, Cassie? Take me in, and I will run. You won't have to see me. Take you in? Through the threshold again. No. What's wrong with you? Why... Why did the anesthetic do nothing? I've changed, Dot. I've changed. Why did you attack me and my friends? Your friend attacked me first. Trying to put you to sleep is not attacking you. You have to understand why we tried to do it. You've done it a million times for your mom's patience with your botany kit, you know. It's not... Take me, Dot, and you will not see me again. But I want to see you again. I've changed. Me too. What are you going to do if you get out? Nothing. Cassie, it breaks my heart, but I don't trust you. You hear something all the way down the tunnel, and you see Caspian's head snap towards that direction. They're coming. Who's coming? I thought you said there was nothing. There is nothing. Then who are they? Take me with you. They'll kill you. What about you? What will they do to you? Nothing. Did they already kill you? Are you already dead? I've changed, Dot. You said that before. He grabs your arm forcefully. And this is a strength that, once again, feels superhuman. And you hear down the hall, like, skittering footsteps all the way at the end of the tunnel. Take me with you. Now. I'm sorry, Cassie. I don't think I can. You you go to pull from his grip, and it's not really budging. Blake, is there anything we can do? Like, are we just looking at a mist wall? Can we hear I, this? Yeah, can you, you can see hear the faintly. shadows of You us? can hear it faintly. I think you're a little further in than the okay. shadows, and also... You know, yeah, it's 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 dark in there. Well, um, all right, fuck it, running in. Go, I'm gonna fucking there. run in, and as soon as I get a hold of Dot, I want to try to use my second edge to then throw her out of the mess. Ted runs in, no. and Ted, you see this scene, which you you didn't have the full context, but yeah, he is holding on to her, and you stand now, and you hear the same footsteps in the tunnel. Is there any wiggle room because I can disarm pe- disarm people that I can <laughs> remove her from his grip? Yeah, I, I think. A weapon. Uh, yes, I think that is a similar technique. I would love to do that, and I'm saying zero words. I don't even want to look at where the fuck I am right now. I'm just okay. laser focused on Dot and getting sure. out. I think you. Yeah, you only look at her wrist, and you think thank the gods that it is dark in here. And you go and you disarm and bend the wrist away from Dot. And as soon as you do, you feel him let go. And he looks at you as you both stumble backwards towards towards the threshold. And he goes, please. You going back through? Yeah, get out. 
Can I shoot an explosive arrow behind him and then run out? Like how far behind him? Like at the things that are running. I think you... I am explosives expert, which means I can build and disarm yeah. bombs. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you pull back this arrow and you shoot it down into the darkness of the tunnel. And as Ted pulls you out, you hear a distant explosion. As soon as they're out, I'm moving to drag them up the stairs. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna like throw up or something. Yeah, the, uh, I think I think Annie pulls Ted, who's pulling Dot, and you all, and Atticus maybe like monitors, make sure nothing's coming out of the threshold, and you all. Oh, and I'm getting that rope out of the way too. Yeah, get no, the, get the rope out of the way, oh, no. and you flop onto the grass. Maybe puke, maybe just try to get your bearings about you. Atticus, as you're taking one last look at the threshold, you hear light footsteps walking back deeper into the tunnel. I'm not looking forward to my nightmares tonight. <laughs> the only thing I could think during that entire encounter was he didn't really do anything wrong. <laughs> um, yes, I know. Um, he was a literal freaky ass zombie yeah, dude. He was a freaky. I, he was freaky, and he has super strength, and I'm different, I'm different, I'm different. Yeah, like, just answer the question, bro. But... Ted, you're you're taking in the logic of this. Your your brain is, is misfiring, trying to catch up with what your actions just were. Atticus, you can see now, safely, there is no threat coming from there at the moment. And Annie, you're, you're patting Dot's back as she, as she pukes on the ground. Atticus, you need to help me. We're going to get them to the cabin right now. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, like, half drag, half walk them back. Okay. Yeah, I think Ted is just, like, in a complete, like, catatonic state. I I'm near but that, too. Sure. Feels, yeah. No, I think, I think this is, this is the most personal of these physical dangerous encounters that you all have, have had together and not not even fully resolved, perhaps. And I think that's an awful feeling to walk away from. But you all make the trek back to the cabin. It's an unbearable amount of time as the sun falls beyond the horizon just as you get back to the cabin. Okay. I think Annie's having the opposite reaction. She's not going into helplessness mode She's like, okay, it's time to work. And basically, this is her area. It's true. We're going to get back and I'm pretty much going to be like, strip. I'm <laughs> I'm giving everyone the uh, thorough inspection. I need to see if there are any physical changes to Ted or Dot. I'm, I'm writing everything down in my little notebook. I don't think Atticus goes along with it. I think he's just retires yeah. to his room and is like just okay yeah I, think I don't need his help door slams upstairs as soon as ted marches in at the, at the back of the group grace just embraces you in a hug and i don't even if, know if you hear her words but it's something akin to checking in on, in on you but your ears are just ringing i went into the fucking mist and i'm just like I'm not. you hear that just like distant you don't even acknowledge it until a few seconds later that like, Ted, what are you talking about, Ted? And it just all blends into a haze. Do I find anything strange out of the ordinary? I mean, 
does anybody have any injuries I didn't know about? Really nothing too too dangerous, and you don't find any signs of, you know, transfer of, of any sort of organic material. Am I still breathing? You're still breathing. Okay. The one thing you uh, do that does happen is, Atticus, you, you retire to your room alone. You slam the door, and there is like a, not not a sink in here, but like a functional, you know, spout. And you go to clean off your sword, and where you had seen him bleed on the sword, you see it is now changed color. And it looks now like the goo that was in Ted's vial. Okay, I think I think Atticus will kind of see reason through his little uh, his little pouty fit. Okay. And just kind of like, you know, clean that off or whatever. Just go go down to Annie. Actually, he's not going to clean it off. He, he's going to show Annie physically. Sure. I'm just going to walk up and kind of just display it to you. That's a lot more concerning. I'll take another vial and kind of scrape some of it off. Cork it. I mean, it's obviously the same stuff. I think if anything, I just, I, I've, I get even more thorough when it comes to Ted. Maybe I'll like prick his finger sure. and take a little, little well of blood and just keep that on like a piece of glass or paper and be like, all right, if that changes in the morning, we're tossing you in. But I don't okay. say that because I have a better bedside manner than that. Okay. I think Annie's trying to decide who would be less damaging to ask about their experience in the mist. And she might just wait until the morning. I'll give them each, I'll offer them each a sleeping pill. They don't need to take it, but it's I'll there. take it. I'm not going to take it. I'm going to. I'm going to take the lucid dreaming stuff I took before. But okay. not not for I think I'm going to stay up pretty late probably. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ted, you um, mercifully get knocked out as soon as you head to bed. Grace lying next to you. Annie and Atticus, you head to bed and Dot, you trail behind them maybe a few hours later. I'm going to sleep on the couch. I'm okay. not going to go into Annie and I's room. I don't think okay. I, I just don't think I want to be around anyone. You do that and go ahead and roll for nightmares as you fall asleep. That is a six. Yeah, I I think what happens is as you eventually doze off in this lucid dreaming state, the the memories that you had of, of that day when you left Caspian replay and, and right at the end of those memories they cut to what happened earlier today where you reapproach the mist see caspian and you have this entire encounter with him and over and over again and i think in in your mind these memories go on for an enormous amount of time 20 30 days that you feel that that time dilating with whatever herb you took and you just feel yourself trapped in this endless cycle of leaving Caspian, meeting him again, only to leave him behind. And as the rest of you wake up in the morning, you see Dot squirming on the couch. Dot, you you suddenly wake up and, and 
have completely lost track of where you are, what what situation you're in. I think it takes you a few minutes to to fully set yourself back in this in this amount of time. I think I just say uh, thanks, and I I get up and I start aggressively making bread. Okay, but I'm like <laughs> crying, so I like can't see what I'm doing. But I know it so well. I'm just stress baking. Okay. Dot, I'm going to have to start asking some questions today. What did you see on the other side? A long hallway. Caspian say anything that caught your attention? Not really. Kept saying, he's changed. Take me with you. That's kind of it. I'm sorry all that happened. And... You know, before we go on, I hope you realize that whatever that thing was, it was not your friend we left behind. Of course. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Annie, as you as you move to question her more, you hear the door slam open from the master bedroom. And Grace runs out. Oh shit. Um No no no. Uh Annie, come quick. Bring your medical bag. I'm running. And you pick it up and you run in and you see Ted in a comatose state uh, convulsing on the bed. And you see as he is hacking up this blue-green pus that you had seen Clara hack up just a few days prior. 